Chad Lyman on Crane's Detroit Business. Thank you for joining us this morning. Chad's with us every Monday. And Chad, I wanted to start out talking, if you don't mind, about yet another missed deadline by the Illiches. It's almost, I've never seen such arrogance. It's almost like well, their promises, their word means absolutely nothing in that organization. Yes, they had a they had a deadline to meet to, uh, for a development plan for this piece of land that's uh, very noticeably sitting empty and undeveloped right there, right next to Little Caesars uh, Arena that uh, and I seventy five that has some um, you know they were they had promised like a like a hotel there, uh, some type of luxury hotel that was initially um, billed as something to compete with the Townsend in Birmingham, which is really the uh, the uh, popular spot for athletes, visiting athletes from out of town to to stay. And so the idea was, hey, let's have just have a hotel next to the arena for our visiting athletes and our own home teams uh, so they can all be kind of centrally located. Of course, you you know, you get, uh, you know, a high-end hotel and, and you get, uh, yeah. um, you know, you know, lots of uh, and we needed know, spending, we need basically. another we need a large high end hotel mm-hmm. in downtown Detroit. Mm-hmm. But why does the why do these agents? This was the downtown development authority, I think. Why do they keep tolerating the Illich's um, breaking their word? Uh, you know, I don't have an, uh, an explanation for that. That's the uh, Detroit Economic Growth Corporation, uh, okay. the taxpayer-funded quasi-governmental city development agency. Uh, yeah, they, they basically, and they're hard to sort of pin down why they're allowing it to go on. Uh, it, it, you're right, it was actually a plan to go to, to the DDA, which is administered by the DEGC. Yeah. But um, basically, there's just continuing ongoing discussions about what's their next steps. That's the official line from the DGC uh, at this point, uh, but yeah, they had a deadline for June 28th, um, and they've they've blown right by it. So. And, and this is a prime spot. Woodward Avenue is the hottest development real estate strip in the nation. Eight billion dollars in projects, mm-hmm. and this strip here, this this plot, these this this lot here, if the Illiches aren't going to develop it, somebody else would. Chad mm-hmm. Livingood. Yeah, and, and Kurt Pino uh, reported um, well over a year ago, maybe it was two years now, I'm losing kind of track, but um, that there was even an idea about actually putting a cap over I-75 so you could actually build yeah. buildings contiguously oh, yeah. along there, and so you would you would you would break up the uh, you know the uh, the highway freeway uh, look yeah. of, of the of and the city. You can do that in places where you don't that. have earthquakes. <laughs> right. you, you, you cannot do that in San Francisco, no. uh, in L.A. Apparently it's not being done now. <laughs> so, Kim Tritt, when I asked the mayor about this on Mackinac, mm-hmm. about the Illiches and their broken promises, he, he basically said, yeah, people in Detroit don't care about that. Mm-hmm. I go out in the neighborhoods, nobody cares whether the Illiches are developing their downtown mm-hmm. land. Nobody cares whether they're doing what they say they're going to do. I have no clue. Uh, I don't live in the neighborhoods. You do. Right. I, do people yeah, care? Yeah. Do people what? care about uh, the what's potential going job that could be created? Right. I mean, do they care that the created? promises aren't being kept? Well, here's the thing: Mike and Marion Illich um, 
bet on Detroit at a time when very yeah. few people were doing it. And I kind of feel like the organization has kind of been coasting on fumes for the last, you mm-hmm. know, several sure. years on the fumes mm-hmm. of the goodwill that was built up by their, you know, um, ancestors, by, you know, by, um, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Illich. They've done, you know, I'm on the Wayne State Board. They were very they kind did, to give they us $40 million yeah. dollars to yeah. build a new business school right next to LCA, mm-hmm. which we're thrilled about. And but I do think that there is, um, you know, I think that people in the community certainly want, if anything, I think people in the community are, are very angry with the perception that not just, not just the Illages, but other developers in town don't play fair or they're not following the rules. They want everyone to promises. follow the rules and, and keep their promises. And so I don't, I do, I guess, disagree with the mayor on, on that point of view as someone who is a lifelong Detroiter. I think that people are, are very happy to see all of the v- development that's taking place in downtown and midtown. And even in some neighborhoods, you are starting to see, um, you know, a seven mile Livernoy area. You see a lot of stuff happening, but I do think that people want to feel like, if you have made promises, you're keeping your promises. And I think yeah. people don't necessarily think the Illich organization has done that in recent years. Uh, Chad Levingham, what else are you writing about this week? Well, let's start down at the waterfront. Um, uh, in 2010, I'll go, I'll go back in the Wayback Machine here for a second, Nolan. Mm-hmm. In 2010, the Obama administration um, sent a $2.4 million grant to the Detroit Wayne County Port Authority to to buy or purchase water, um, water ta- uh, taxis, ferries of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, nine years later, almost a decade now, um, they have still not spent this money, um, this grant, and but they are getting uh, closer and closer, supposedly, to actually uh, buying ferries uh, or, or or contracting with some kind of uh, uh, company to provide some type of water taxi service along the Detroit Riverfront, possibly in between, uh, back and forth between uh, Belle Isle and downtown as a start. Um, Kirk Pino has been tracking this story for literally years, uh, mm-hmm. trying to uh, see when they're ever going to spend that federal grant. Now the uh, Port Authority's executive director, uh, Kyle Burleson, is saying that they are getting closer to um, at least putting out a request for qualifications to try to find an operator uh who could who could run a ferry service along the detroit river that sounds like a money loser to me well less cars um, on the yeah, I mean, would be nice what, what's Is that? that the point yeah but where are you going to park them downtown i mean i i don't well, that know is true because i couldn't find a parking spot anywhere yesterday i don't know this sounds like <laughs> fantasy stuff chad what do you think the, well, the idea is they try to get like uh, connect to West Riverfront Park eventually with with Belle Isle. You could just get on a ferry and and then on some kind of a boat and and ride up up river to to Belle Isle and then come back and 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 sort of be connected. Nah, um, you're doing that, um, Kim. It's, it's, no, <laughs> I'm not I'm, doing that. <laughs> I mean, I, I would yeah, do it I probably mean, once just for the novelty of it. Could, but... If you could get on it and go down to you know, Southgate or something right, as a commuter boat, yeah. you know, yeah. as a legitimate get to work sure. boat. Um, well, that's even being discussed too. Is is go to go go to uh, Grosio or Wine Dot? Yeah, uh, but, um, that makes yeah, sense. I mean, uh, take you all day. But at this point, yeah, it's it's um, the the water taxis is kind of kind of uh, kind of taking on like a. Uh, becoming like the gondola idea that uh, you've been floating around for about half a century. Uh, <laughs> Go to Windsor. Hasn't made any traction. Yeah. 
That, yeah, now, I do sure. think going to Windsor on some of, sort of yeah. sky gondola would be kind of cool. That would be cool. Oh, but no, again, that would me. be something I would do once <laughs> yeah. and no. probably be done with it. So. But <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's kind of a matter of what are our priorities right now. And you know how it is, Nolan. You get a, you get a federal grant, and if you can't spend it, we'll just sit on it for a decade, and then you can spend it. The taxpayers um, never get their money back, do they? <laughs> no, they do not. No. Uh, Nobody occurs to, uh, never occurs to anybody to say, well, let's just give that money back. Or even if it even went farther no, but, east, if it went to um, Gross Point, if people were going to, you know. But just the idea, if you're going two or three miles, I, I don't. I yeah, well, you know, I mean, in places like Seattle, that. they they use ferries, but that's really, we're not really set yeah, up for that. No, I don't know. I don't get the point of it. I don't know, Well, and, and just think about that for a second. Um, there's not even really a major public dock in Gross Point uh, that you could well, stop at. It's pretty private yeah, and, and, right. uh, and closed up. Point. So uh, it would be a little harder. Uh, another story on the on the river on the riverfront. There is finally cranes in the air at the site of the Gordy Howe International Bridge. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, they are they are finally making uh, some some really serious uh, construction progress there uh, for for building this bridge. They've got cranes there that have been doing test uh, drilling into the into the ground along the riverfront to 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 take core samples. For uh, you know, geological testing for uh, design and uh, development of this tower that will be one of the two towers that holds together this six-lane cable-stayed uh, three billion-dollar bridge that we've been talking about and talking about uh, for um, just about as long as we've been talking about water taxis um, on the Detroit River. And but it is actually taking shape. And then there's a lot of land clearing, moving of utilities. Um, if you haven't been down. Delray um, and, and along Jefferson across from from old uh, uh, Fort Wayne. That you know, you, I mean, it has dramatically changed in the last year, um, and they are you know really kind of picking up. They're, they've built a 24,000 square foot modular office space park basically on mm-hmm. site wow. that is going to that is going to house the um, engineers and the staff that will be on there. Because at full build, when this thing is really up and running, uh, uh, full construction, 2022, 2023, there's going to be 2,000 people or so on both sides of the border uh, working. And so right now they're basically building the infrastructure to build the infrastructure of the Gordie Howe Bridge project. I'm beginning to think, Chad, I might not live long enough to see it. Let's hear from Reggie. Reggie, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, uh, Nolan, and to your guests. Uh, Welcome back to the airwaves. Hey, look, uh, this uh, 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 Red Wing Arena, the the Illages, this this is a clear, perfect example of why we need a true community benefit agreement in Detroit. This uh, community benefit ordinance that's in place now, this community advisory committee, clearly, it's not working, and we see it, and we need to have, again, have a true community benefit agreement. Well, we got to build it before we can get any community benefit from it. And right. So far, and, that stuff's and, not being built. Reggie, thanks. focus on a binding contract. Yeah. Well, I agree with that, Reggie. Um, Chad Livingood, I think from now on, any arrangements with the Illegis, any deals the city cuts with the Illegis, 
Every clause has to be in writing and signed. No more of these promises and pretty presentations. Everything's got to be in writing. Yeah, well, and as a result of what happened with the ARENA project, in fairness, it did spur the creation of the, of the Community Benefits Ordinance, and that ordinance has extracted a lot of, of, of benefits and, and, and definitely guarantees uh, from both Ford Motor Company in Corktown and Fiat Chrysler Automobiles in their uh, Mack Avenue and Jefferson North uh, uh, redevelopment plans uh, for their new for the new plant and 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 and, uh, and their re- uh, renovation uh, and retooling of JNAP. Um, so th- that's that that's part of the, sort of the, the lessons learned from uh, the deal with the Illiches is that they are putting a lot of things in writing and uh, FCA won't get all those tax breaks if they don't produce, um, you know, the um, uh, uh, benefits that they've agreed to for the community, like, like setting up a, um, uh, a, a program at Southeastern high school so that they, uh, they, they can get more kids in a pipeline for, for jobs, uh, for tooling jobs and working on the line. Uh, at the plant right next door. Um, so there's a lot of things that that a lot of you, if you talk to city officials, they've learned a lot from from the FCA deal, and they're trying to uh, you know trying to um, perfect the, in, uh, the the imperfect. And you know it is good that uh, we are learning our lessons, uh, Chad. And it's a shame they have to be so hard learned, but. Chad, live and good, it's always good to have you on the show. You can read Chad's work at cranesdetroit.com or pick up a copy of Cranes Detroit Business. Thanks, Chad. Take care. Thanks a lot. We got to get to a break. 